This week, we're talking two new horror releases, Hellraiser 2022, that was released on Hulu, and Halloween Ends. But I figure we have a lot to say about Halloween Ends, so yeah, we're just going to get we, right to it. Yeah, I say we talk about Halloween Ends first and kind of just get this one out of the way, um, and then... Just get it off our chest. Just get it off our chest, man, you know, yeah. I, um, so... I'll start, man. I mean, I watched it last night. I was I've been putting it off for a while. In in my opinion, the best way to sum up this movie is it is pretty much a Batman and Robin movie or um a Starsky and Hutch movie. It's kind of like a buddy comedy. It doesn't turn into a fucking horror movie until like the third act. Um I didn't like it. I'm just going to fucking tell you straight up, dude. I think it's a poor excuse for uh, a Michael Myers movie. It's a poor excuse for a Halloween movie. I think this fucking trilogy was an, was a mess. I, I don't know what their idea was behind it. Like, they set it up in 2018. And I didn't like 2018, honestly. I, I thought that kind of sucked, too. Um, I thought Kills was good. I thought of the three kills was good and um, not ends was just shit. What do you yeah, think? So I, um, I, I have a lot more to say about it, but like, we'll kind of just ease our way into this. So I wish, cause I have Peacock and I wish I would have just streamed it on Peacock um, for free because uh, Alec, Dan and I went and saw it um, opening night at the theaters this past Friday. Was it packed? And, uh, it was it was packed. There was someone dressed as uh, Michael Myers who I took a picture with. Yeah, you know, I, I wanted to go into it. I had low expectations because I did not like Kills. And I thought that Halloween 2018 had um, a lot of things wrong with it. Kind of like, I, I would say like maybe like a four or five it was right down the middle. Like there were some good things, but there was also a lot of bad things. And one of them being the plot some of the character writing, and I've yeah. noticed that continue on throughout this movie, um, throughout this trilogy, I should say. But yeah, so we were at the theater, and the theater was packed. Um, a lot of kids were like sneaking in, and just like you know, it was it was a big deal. I mean, there were multiple showings. We even got we all got the promotional cup, you know, which you got a promo I ended up cup. I fucking tossed it. You I tossed, tossed it. it. I, I would have at least. It, I would have at least. No, kept I said it. fuck this. By the end of it. Um, I was like, I don't want everybody to needs do a with good cup, movie. but what was the cup? What the cup look like? I know it's it a little, was just kind of, kind of like the poster. I think, uh, the shitty ass like posters. The side, it had the side profile of, of his mask and it just said Halloween. Ends. Dude, those fucking posters suck. Honestly, yeah. all the, three of them suck, but yeah, they're, they're not good posters, but just to get back on, um, we chucked it good. Fuck it. Yeah. We were, you know, we got good seats and I went in like. Just trying to have a good time. Like, I'm with my boys. It's October. I'm seeing a new Halloween in the movie theaters in October. Like, it's a I special myself, thing, man. You know, exactly. It was like, it's a big deal. Like, there, it's no secret that you and I, like, that's our favorite, like, horror franchise, you know? Yeah. Like, and just going um, into it off of, like, what a letdown Halloween Kills was, I was like, you know, let's just. Save all comments for the end. And as it's going on, I'm just like the whole time. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? And then Alec and Dan, they were just like 
Because they caught up. You know, Dan's been to everyone since the start. Yeah. Like, he came with me for 2018. He was there for Halloween Kills, and so was Alec. And then, like, Alec made sure... Oh, no, Alec wasn't there for Halloween Kills. My bad. But anyways, Alec made sure to get caught up for this movie, right? Mm-hmm. So he he was, like, all excited. And, uh, you know, even he was like, dude, what the fuck? And I was just like, I'm just going to hold my tongue until the end. And then I let it all play out. And I just left the theaters like, what the fuck was that? Is Alec it, like a like a like a like a passive watcher as far as like horror movie goes or like. Um, yeah, he's a, he, he he's a, he's kind of like casual with it. You know, he's trying to dive into more. He'll be like, yo, you know, let's let's watch a few flicks, pick some good ones out that you think I might like. Yeah, Alex like, exploring. Say no more, man. He, he's, he's, yeah, he's, he's on exploring. an exploration. So I'm excited yeah. for Mind Force with him, by the way. Um, yes. But um, no, the reason why I ask that is, you know, for somebody who might not be like super into the franchise or into Michael Myers or anything like that, I think that this could have been passable for them as like a pretty decent movie. You know what I yeah. mean? So I'm seeing a lot of fucking people, bro, that like loved 18 and loved kills, you know, like marks for this shit. And they're just like, oh, this movie was trash, you know? And then I get people who I know personally who like aren't like super into, you know, Halloween movies or horror movies that are, as I say, like a passive viewer, or a casual viewer, like you said. Um, and they're saying the same shit. They're like, nah, this fucking movie sucks. <laughs> it's it's funny because I'm seeing a bit of that, but also I'm seeing a lot of people like in the community that are very well versed in in the Halloween series. Yeah. They're like, Halloween ends was fucking great. I don't I don't see why everyone's shitting on it, this and that. I've I've seen a few comments where like it was different. Now let me ask you this, Nick. If I put tuna fish on my cheeseburger, that makes it different, right? But yeah. does that make it good? It certainly does doesn't make it, make it good. It makes just it... because it's different does not mean it's good. It makes I'm it sorry. questionable, and I would question you if you put fucking tuna fish on your burger. I would too. But with that being said, I question why they made a sidekick for Michael fucking Myers, dude. Like, it, it's ridiculous. Like, never in the fucking series did something this ridiculous happen, honestly. I mean, I guess you could say the man in black, Dr. Wynn, in, like, five and six. But, like, he kind of... He wasn't his sidekick, man. Yeah, he let Michael do his fucking thing. Right, Michael was his own person, you know? Exactly. The the thing that like this these three movies have done is like it they've totally lost like the mystique of like what Michael Myers is. You know, like he's just like it, honestly dude, he's kind of a fucking dumb character now. And like just They be- made him into a bitch. They made well, him into a bitch in this movie. Dude, That's- yeah, I mean like what? Because he's not like fucking killing like he he doesn't he's not strong anymore i mean i know that he's fucking beat up from you know from the first two movies like this this takes place what four years after isn't it yeah yeah okay so yeah yeah i mean the dude's pretty beat up but like bro in every single horror movie like he's or every single in every single halloween movie bro like he's just an unstoppable force. Yeah, he's an unstoppable force. But I know that, 
you know, they disregard all, you know, the other fucking movies, dude. And these are like just all continuations, you know, from 78. So like this is their take on, you know, Michael Myers. But like you said, man, about being different, man, it's just like it's it doesn't make it good. You know, like the fans, I don't think the fans necessarily want different, bro. Like they want a cool Michael Myers. They want like a like a cool fucking story. Like they could have had it right with 2018. And I think they started kind of writing those wrongs that I didn't like in 2018 and Halloween Kills. And that kind of made me like it a bit more out of the series. But if you ask me, dude, I think they should have fucking ended this in Halloween Kills. I was just like, that was what was going through my mind because like that movie, everything like there was the lynch mob and everything like that. Like that would have been like I hated the lynch mob. I thought, I mean, listen, man, it, it, it is what it is in that movie. I didn't hate the lynch mob. I thought it was cheesy for sure. Like, like most of all, like Tommy, like I thought that that was, um, his lines were so cringy, man. Yeah, dude, he was, he was super fucking cringy in it, but you know, I think that like, it would have been really cool if like, let's say, you know, the whole lynch mob thing had happened. The whole town is you know, in, in fucking chaos because of all this shit that's going on in Haddonfield, Michael Myers on the loose and everything. And then, you know, the town's going to take their town back and they're going to fucking go after him. They did it in four pretty much. You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of four, the small few, right? Yeah. They, they, they should have hunted him down back to the Myers house. Right. Cause they probably knew he was there. Right. They, you know, Mm. Lori at least knew that that's where he would be. Right. So they, sh- the town should have surrounded that fucking house. They should have lit it on fire, right? Cause they should have lit it on fire. That thing burned into the fucking ground. As usual, Michael would escape, but the town would know that and then go after him. Somebody would see him, you know, like, like he would escape. And then, you know, he'd be, you know, going through the, the alleyways, things like that, trying to get away. And that's when they should have had the fucking beat down with him that they had the whole town taking shots at him. And then when he's like incapacitated, string him up on the fucking car, right? Do the procession that they did, right? Parade him around Haddonfield. And then what you like spider Dan, when that happened, Dan turned to me. He's like, what is this fucking Spider-Man too? Yeah. Right. When he's passed out and they're all just like fucking put now. Yeah. Man, I didn't like that at all. You know, the whole Michael parade. Yeah. I mean, listen, dude, like if that was, if, if, if I'm going to pull what they had in, uh, end and then try to like, you know, justify what I'm saying as far as like ending it in kills with the script that they wrote, I think that that would have been better, right? I don't give a fuck about the the meat grinder or not the meat grinder, but the the whole grinder situation with killing him. I mean, this is officially it though, man. Like we saw Michael die on camera. Yeah. So yeah. he's fucking done, dude. Like this they is made it. Sure, like at least in this trilogy that's that's that. There is no Yeah. Back and I that. always heard there was like that clause that like Michael Myers can never die, right? Like, don't mm-hmm. you remember hearing that? that yeah, that's no, that's like, a, that's what the family. That's like what Akkad Mustafa Akkad yeah. said. That was like his yeah. thing. He was like, no matter what, like Michael Myers can never die. But I mean, yeah. he he's passed away. And, you know, I, 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 I think his son, you know, has taken over the reins of, you know, the, the production and, you know, the Akkad name and stuff. And, you know, like, I mean, that is what it is. But like, that's 
that's my take on like how I think they should have ended the trilogy kind of, you know, it definitely should have just ended with kills. You know, this was just drawn the fuck out. You know, we barely see Michael Myers in this, dude. Like, the whole story focuses around Corey Cunningham, who works yeah. at this fucking, um, who works at this scrapyard, right? Very similar to Arnie Cunningham from Christine, right? They yeah. definitely pulled a little bit from that, a little bit of inspiration from that. I mean, I, I don't really care. Dude, he could have been a cool fucking character if, like they didn't make him like Michael Myers sidekick or try to kind of make it seem like he was the next in line, you know, to terrorize the fucking town. Dude, I, if we weren't shooting this, the scene when he is in the tunnel and Michael grabs him and there's that fucking flashback scene where it's like Michael sees, you know, like he might be evil too, or it's like that transfer of evil, whatever it might be. Yeah. I would have turned the movie off, honestly. I had no fucking desire to see the rest of it. I was like, this is, this is, this movie sucks. I didn't like it. And somebody actually spoiled it for me. Like I was talking to one of my buddies and he was asking me, he was like, oh, did you like it? And I'm like, oh, I haven't even seen it yet. And then he had actually told me, he's like, yeah, you don't really see Michael in it. The whole story revolves around, you know, this random ass fucking guy. It's like this weird love story for majority of the time with, you know, Allison and this guy, Corey, who's, you know, just very, very troubled after the incident that had happened in the beginning of the movie where he accidentally killed Which it. I I didn't even like that opening. I just uh, yeah, I guess it was a cold opening and that's what they were going for, but but there's none of it felt like a Halloween movie but to me. But that's developing his character, you know? Like yeah. You know, they're developing his character from the jump. The fucking movie starts out with the dude Corey who is babysitting this kid, right? And, you know, the kid actually turns out to be a little asshole. So this yeah. this kid just, like, fucks with him, locks him in the attic. And, you know, Corey's, like, freaking out, bro. You know what I mean? Like, he's got a gig. He wants the fucking money. You know, this kid, he locks him in there, and he kicks the fucking door down, knocks the fucking kid, right, right off of the balcony, kid slams hits the fucking floor and dies as soon as the parents pretty much walk in and then that's how this movie opens and then this is how we establish him you know in in the movie as an accidental you know murderer and i knew right from the not right from the start but as as the movie uh was going i was like man i really hope they don't like try to portray him as the new michael or he's like the red herring for michael and then sure enough, that's how it seemed. And then he just became Michael's little protege. And, you know, it's funny because they go out of their way to retcon all of these sequels, mm -hmm. right? But they'll give you some nods. Hey, we did that thing. And don't you find it a little funny that this whole infection of evil... Hmm, sounds a little familiar. Halloween 6, mm -hmm. the infection of Thorn. Right. You know what I mean? Oh, he's passing the evil. So it's almost it's just like it's almost like they're cherry picking. They're disregarding yeah, the series yeah. after the original. And then they're fucking cherry picking things from throughout um, the series, which they disregarded. 
mm-hmm. you know, and then they're they're just like sprinkling it in because you know the, the other movies, some of them had them had things right, man. You know, there was another scene too where it zooms in on Corey's scarecrow mask that he wears at the Halloween party. Oh, dude! And I said, please don't tell me he's gonna put that <laughs> fucking thing on. Right? I knew it. And go out and act like Michael Junior. I knew it. And I sure fucking enough, knew it. He was gonna do that. And sure enough, he fucking does. Like, he makes his, like, first... Well, not as... Because he killed the bum. He kills the one doctor and, like, uh, the one nurse that the doctor's sleeping with. And he's wearing that mask. And I'm Wronged just Allison. Like, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, yeah, on. dude. And, and, it, and it's just like, you see him just, like, stabbing the shit out of the fucking doctor, dude. And then it's just like, Michael comes out of nowhere. Dude, I just can't get over the fact that, like, I can't believe that like this script had gotten approved i can't believe it did you see how many writers there were too no there was like five writers man five what, writers was danny mcbride is of he still course. writing it of so course. danny's writing it david gordon and green's like four, writing it four other or so two other god bro three other yeah it's, it's just like this goes all through these writers the chain of command bro like there, there's always a top dog executive producer bro that you know and like this shit has to be approved you know like people have to agree because there's big fucking money in these movies bro and literally everybody agreed they were like this is the movie to be made this is a great script yeah like you and i were like like saying before man like we i think it's time to just put these original slasher movies to fucking bed you know they just they're just not getting it right they're just not getting it right. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, dude, they had it right with the 2003. Beginning was great. Also. Hills Have Eyes remake was good. Hills Evil Have Eyes. Dead was. Yeah, but, like, but you want to know something also, bro? There's fucking good directors behind it. There are good writers behind them. Too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, these are people that are, you know, like, well-groomed. You know, and cut their teeth in these fucking horror movies, man. And, like, they know what they're doing. Like, David Gordon Green and Danny McBride, like, they're they're comedy fucking filmmakers, man. Like, I appreciate the ambition, but they had no fucking business doing this. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Uh, just, cause, like, the honestly, the dialogue consistently was shit through this whole series. Especially here. Especially here. Like... And in kills. Um, you, you mentioned like the whole Bonnie and Clyde thing, and you couldn't be more spot on because it just focused so much on like Allison and fucking Corey's little oh fuck Haddonfield, we're gonna skip town, this and yeah, that. Yeah, but it was just like it was like fucking. And it was empty. drawing way too much attention from like you know, what makes a Halloween movie a Halloween yeah. movie. But what was Allison's fixation with him? Like, he was just a fucking, he was just like a weird... They shared pain. You th- you think that's what it was? Yeah, her her pain of losing, of losing her parents to Michael Myers and his pain of the tragedy of him babysitting. And through that, they've created this bond. Right, and- because he can understand her. And she understands yeah. him, and it's just kind of like this this bond, like you said, through this tra- through these you know tragic events that you know like like, like brings. I them. understand character development, but when it draws too much attention away from like an established character, mm-hmm. an established series, that's where like my issue lies. 
Like there was just too much focus on Corey and Allison and, you know, just not enough about like, this is supposed to be Lori and Michael's confrontation. And we maybe get like a total of 10 minutes of Michael screen time. The, the fucking trailer was incredibly misleading, bro. This is like false advertisement, you know, like based off of like the trailers, dude, like, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't feel like, I don't know, dude. It's just like, it seemed like a different movie than what they were trying to advertise. So it's like a cash grab at that point, you know? Yeah. And that's why. It didn't, it didn't feel like a Halloween movie no, to me No, it didn't. And that's why Neither I say. Neither did Kills. Kills felt more like a Friday the 13th to me. And then like Halloween 2018, like I said, some things they got right, some things not so much. So it was kind of like down the middle, more, more, if I had to like throw a rating on it again, I think I rated it in the past, but like probably like a 4.9, you know? I didn't think that resurrection would like like bump up. Yeah. In in, in like Oh, it did for in me. Like, <laughs> in like this in like the Halloween uh hierarchy. So this is definitely the worst Halloween movie that has been made. You know, it's funny. I've been seeing a lot um it's like we all owe this man an apology and it's a picture of Rob Zombie. And I'll say this. <laughs> That's true. I mm, half true. I'll I like, give Rob Zombie his credit for the first Halloween, but the second mm-hmm. half. Even though I don't even really like that Michael, he's just too big and hulking, and it's just, I, I'm, you know. Besides the point, I rather watch the second half of Rob Zombie's Halloween One over Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. I think it's just as bad as Rob Zombie's Halloween Two. Wow. I think it's just as bad. Um, without giving. I mean, there's not going to be a surprise as, like, my rating's obviously not going to be falling high on this, but... <laughs> Same. Um, you know, like I said, I get that film is subjective. I get that we all have different opinions. hmm And everyone's got a right to their opinion. And I'm not here to gatekeep, but I just can't really wrap my head around those that are, like, serious fans of the series... And just die on the hill that, yes, this is a great Halloween movie. I, it's just, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying you're wrong for having that mm-hmm. opinion. It's just, it's kind of a hard pill for me to swallow. You know, being such a fan of this series, I feel like they just shit all over it with this conclusion. No, yeah, they, they did. 100%. And, uh, you know, I honestly just, I'm so happy that this trilogy has come to an end because i'm just ready to be done with it um i didn't think it could get much worse than halloween kills and it got even way worse and it's funny too because michael was just way too over the top in halloween kills yeah and there a lot of him whereas this one it's just like all right so we 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 went to one extreme and right. now we're gonna go to another of making him a total bitch and barely putting him in the movie yeah, man. I mean, yeah, barely putting him in I, the movie, I and fucking then don't understand it. He has I a scrap. He he has a scrap with um with Corey, right? Yeah. Corey overpowers him, right? I mean, he's got the evil in him, so he might have more evil in him right now than Michael Myers does. And I just don't understand that transfer shit. You know what I mean? Uh, but like I said earlier, I understand Michael's a bit beat up now, but like, the dude, the worst 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 part of that movie was when 
this fucking dude, Corey, goes back to where Michael is hiding in the sewers. And he fucking swipes him for the mask. Yeah. You're to just a guy in a Halloween mask. And he just, like, takes it. And Michael's just... And, like, yeah, Michael does, like, the little sit-up thing. But, like, come on, bro. You just He takes his mask, bro. That's, ne- that's like, you never would have fucking thought that that would happen in a Halloween movie. As if, as if like him taking the mask in, with Doctor Sartain in the first one wasn't yeah. cringy enough, right? I forgot and, you know, about it's, that. It's like if one thing I can give this series credit for, James Jude Courtney was great as Michael. The mask looked good. Chris Nelson's effects great. Some decent cinematography, and John right. and Cody's score. You mm-hmm. know, I agree. Th- those things for the most part are like the only thing that's been consistent kind of like what it had going for it too the only good things i could say that had really going for it but it's just not enough when we're three movies deep it's just it's it's not enough because the plot the characters and dialogue it's just oh, so i don't hard even to get think through. For me, man, I don't even think that, like, having Jamie Lee, like, even, like, made it passable as a fucking movie either. Like, she was the big draw for this, you know, for these three movies. You know, they had a big, dude, they had a big, actually, thinking about it, they had a huge draw throughout all three movies. Like, they had a really, they had really good cast of people that they didn't do shit with. They had a great score, which, you know, like... That remained more or less consistent. In this one, not so much. But you know, in 2018 and in um, in Kills, it was it was it was good. 18 was better. They pulled, you know. Um, but yeah, dude, like you said, the cinematography. Um, I can't argue. Like that was halfway decent as well. You know, especially in 2018. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, they just they never fucking did anything with these characters, man. Like. And they had big people, you know? Yeah, and a and, lot of a lot of legacy characters that just got thrown away. Yeah, I mean, Tommy Doyle, like, they could have made him pretty cool. Instead, Anthony they Ma- made him. they made him, like, a fucking proud boy. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> like, you know, just, he, he could have been, he could have been cool, man. I mean, they just, and Anthony Michael Hall, he's a great actor. He's a really nice guy, too. I met him, fucking great dude you know i would have really liked to see him you know really like take on that tommy doyle character you know that would have been bad directing bad directing man bad calls you know bad calls by david bad calls by the producers you know i mean i think i think what their thought process on this is like hey like we're gonna throw a fucking halloween title on this um people are going to see it you know it's gonna be a success one way or another so i mean i don't know man they're just being fucking lazy or just being careless just wanting to get it out putting too much trust in their director i mean as you should you know like you're hiring this person to direct the thing and create this vision you know and bring all of this to life and it's just he he fucked it up Definitely yeah. fucked it up. Uh, they they fucking they dropped the ball big time. As it progressed, it just got worse and worse. Um, yeah. 
What do you What do you say, man? You ready to fucking put a put an end to Halloween ends? Because I'm, I'm ready to move on. I'm just gonna it. say, man. Like I'm, I'm just disappointed with it, man. You know, and I'm a huge. We're huge fans of it, dude. And it just sucks that it's just like this disappointment, man. And like even in 2018, like I wanted to feel something seeing it. You know what I mean? I wanted to be like, be like, yeah, like this is this is our 78. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like how good it must have been when everybody had seen the original Halloween in theaters, you know, young people, you know, going to the flocking to the theaters date night, having a great time, just seeing a great fucking horror movie and that being everlasting and legendary, you know. So my rating for this and it's a generous one and I'll tell you why it's a bit of a generous one. So I'm giving this a fucking two out of ten, bro. OK. And the only reason why, why, why is it generous why is it generous? Because I would have fucking, I, I would have probably like just given this a zero. Seriously. I would have just given it a zero and I would have just said like, I ain't fucking giving it a rating. It's not worth a rating. It's a freaking zero, man. Um, but the only reason why I, I give it a two is just because I like James Jude Courtney, I think that he's a great Michael Myers. You know, I mean, he really didn't have much. He really didn't shine in this movie much, I'd say, you know, but he has in like the other movies. He felt the close one of the closest to, you know, a, like like from 78 and then to transition into 2018. But yeah, dude, I um I rate this uh, a two out of 10, dude. And like I said, that's that's me being very generous um, and that's just to put a rating on it, but like my heart and soul says uh, zero. Okay. Before I get into my rating, like just, uh, just a recap of like my feelings on it is I didn't go into this. Like, I want this to be shitty. You know, I was like, maybe they can write the wrongs of Halloween kills for me. And it, like, I've never been so pissed off being in a theater. You just wanted to it, leave. <laughs> I just, I really did. Like, I was like, nope, I paid for my ticket. We're here. I'm with the boys. You know, we stick it out beforehand. You know, we're just going to stick it out. And then, you know, we'll just talk about it in the car after. Just fucking damn, dude. Just, they could have had so many different opportunities and they chose to go this route. And I just don't understand it. You know, all props to Chris Nelson's effects, all props to James Jude yeah, always the shape, always. Uh, the mask. Even even though um, we barely saw him, I mean the mask still looked pretty cool. But you know, and again, um, another thing, there were a few cool kills in this. I really liked the DJ kill, but mm -hmm. it wasn't fucking Michael. Yeah, uh, you know, Jeremy made a great comment on Facebook or a great post. And he said, imagine seeing Jaws and it's the Stingray that's doing all the killing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you expect to, I think, yeah, it was, it was something to that effect of like going to a movie and expecting yeah. to see like a, like a shark and, he, and, and, and then following around a Stingray the whole time. He couldn't have been any more spot on with that, you know? And I just think that after this, I'm ready to be done with this trilogy, I know what my favorite ones are, and I will I'll just stick to watching those. 
after this episode drops, like I'm I'm done. I'm done talking about it. I'm done giving David Gordon Green and Danny McBride the time of day because this trilogy was just a, the ending of it was just a total disrespect um to yeah. you know, the diehard Halloween fans. I I personally feel um I agree. Other others feel different and you know what again, that that's your that's your right. Um film is subjective i just don't get it and it's not the hill i'm gonna fucking die on that's for sure and with that being said i am giving this a one out of ten and that is half a point for chris nelson all of his effects and you know james jude courtney you know as as michael and the other half is going for hard target with john claude van damme because uh, Corey's stepdad's watching Hard Target with John Claude oh, Van Damme. I, I didn't even. I didn't even. So uh, it, I didn't even notice I, that. That was the only time I popped. Yeah. Was I was like, oh, sick. Poor John stepdad too. He was a nice guy. He was a nice guy. You know. He didn't deserve that. There we go. That was like probably the only likable character <laughs> for me was the stepdad. Yeah, he was like, I yeah, hope. This is, I hope this you is, find um, love. What a nice guy. <laughs> this is a one out of ten for me. Um. And I do own the 2018 Steelbook, but it isn't something I'm going to visit too often. I'll be honest with you. But as far as the David Gordon Green, Danny McBride, and Halloween trilogy, I'm done with it after this episode. Yeah. I'm just, I'm glad it ended. I'm ready. Yeah, I'm happy it ended. I'm ready to fucking move on. And I think with that being said, man, we can fucking finally just move on from talking about this and actually talk about a movie that's, like, worth talking about. And that's going to be Hellraiser 2022, brother. So, what were your thoughts on it? Oh, man. All right. So, I don't think that it needed to be two hours. I feel like they could have trimmed, like, 15, maybe 20 minutes off. And I do wish that the Cenobites um, had, you know, the S&M leather suits. I just prefer that look. However, however, the the newer Cenobites were cool. There was the callback to Chatterer. Oh, yeah. There was the a callback to fucking, hell yeah, dude, Chatterer. Chatterer has always been one of my favorites. And Same. We, we've, we've met all the Cenobites from the original Hellraiser, as well as Clive Barker and yeah. fucking Doug Bradley. And, and then despite the characters them. that they played, bro, they were the nicest yes, fucking people awesome. I think I've ever fucking met, dude, at a convention. Yeah. Such great people. They were all that was a, That was a great time. But, yeah, I, I, dug, I dug the new Cenobites. Um... And there were some callback ones like Chatterer and there was like the one I had mentioned to you in a text that there was like Angelina or Angelique from uh, Hellraiser 4 Bloodline. Yeah, I remember. Skin like pulled. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely feel like they, they gave that bit of reference there. But um, yeah, I thought the acting was solid. So like it follows a recovering uh, um, drug addict who her and her, her man... Uh, he gets her to do the side job and they steal some kind of box and it, and it turns out to be the Lamont configuration. The Lamont configuration. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, it's interesting because, like, with this one, it requires a soul sacrifice 
to move on to each piece. Yeah. Whereas, like in the original, it was just like it was just solved and boom, the Cenobites yeah. appear. But this one, it had like different phases, and I thought that was pretty interesting. I, I, that was really cool, man. I, I thought that that was cool because, like, the one thing that, like, I, I love Hellraiser, dude. The first three, I love Hellraiser. Absolutely, I love Inferno, yeah. bro. Like, I, I'm just a Not big. Not so much Inferno for me. I liked Inferno. I love the first three. But I just, I mean, Hell, I love Hellraiser, and, but the one thing that always got me with it though was I just kind of felt like the puzzle box was just random. You know what I mean? Like you would get the puzzle box, right? And then like the character would just sit there and then they would just like move one piece and then it would click. And then all of a sudden it's like, like that's it. Like this though, like the stages were like really, that was really cool. Like it had like, like four or five different stages of like, like the, the shape that it could be in. And then depending on that, I think, right. Is like 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 what you were able to choose, you know, power. Yeah, I just think you or... need like enough sacrifices in order to gain those um, desires. Mm-hmm. But as we know, the Cenobites' definition of desire is different from much different, much different from. You can't ours. trust them. <laughs> no, yeah, you, you can't. can't trust them. No, because like trust them. there's liars. this dude, there's this rich dude, um, who's like trying to have it like all solved without having to sacrifice himself. And uh he gets like I forgot what power he gets, but you find Leviathan. Like a, well, eventually, yes, at the end, he gets th- the Leviathan power. Yeah, I th- yeah. That but was... before that, um there was a different desire. Um, Pleasure. Yes. Yeah. I think it was, and then, you know, the Cenobites do their fucking thing. They're like, Oh, you want pleasure? Like We'll show you pleasure. And then they put this fucking contraption through his chest and it's, yeah, it's just like, like fucking it, ripping at his at his even, nerve at his nerve yeah. endings. And it's just like I, I think he like even said in it and he's like he's like what they do is, is like they, they turn it up like like every so often just to like let him feel that pain. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I thought that was cool, man. Do you kind of see that like he he was a bit like uh Dr. Chenard from um from I Hellbound? I could see the comparison. That's what I was kind of getting from because it. Because you know Doctor I mean? Doctor Chenard had all of those different, if um like almost like puzzle boxes. Yeah, you know, and he had like this obsession with like watching people like. Yeah, he just wanted. Yeah, he was like curious to see like what the puzzle box it did, and then like that's how this movie starts out. You know what I mean? Like, there's that one guy. It's at a party, right? Mm-hmm. And um. You know, he he ends up, you know, going into the whole room with all, you know, those uh, show pieces and then obviously like the allure of the puzzle box. And um, yeah, he goes up to it and then you see the rich billionaire. I forgot what his name was, unfortunately. It was like Void or, or, or something like that. Yeah, something but, with a V. But I, I mean, I thought that he was pretty cool. But like, yeah, like as soon as I had seen that part, I was like, oh, I kind of feel like he's like this is a bit like like they kind of like pulled a page from uh hellbound with his character like there's a, the the little bit of um inspiration there which i appreciate because i thought that dr chenard was a really good character like he was just fucking evil to his core bro you yeah. know so i like that and um but i thought 
I really, really, really enjoyed it, man. And now I'm going to say, like, I feel bad that I fell asleep when we uh, had watched it. But that was just a very long day. I don't know how you fucking powered through a two-hour movie, bro. You know why? Because when I start a movie, I plan on finishing it. That's just me. I'm very strict with that. Like, no matter how tired I am, like, I have to just, like, I will try to power through it. And I was already an hour in. I said, it's now or never. I'm not stopping Yes. And you were saying, though, about... Because I had uh, oh, a little little context. Uh, I had rolled us a very big cannon. Oh, my God, bro. It looked like and, a fucking uh, cigar. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, we got into it. And then they like were on point minutes. all weekend, by the way. So yeah, thank good. you. I'm glad. And, uh, you know, we're like 40 minutes in. I could see, like, your eyes are getting, like, so heavy and shit. And I was like, oh, man, I don't think he's going to make it. But I'm fucking, <laughs> I'm making it. I'm like, because I was invested, bro. Like, I was just, once... Once the Cenobites like came on screen, like that mm-hmm. was it. I was just like, you know, I was I was following, you know, our our lead. Um, what's her name, Riley? Yeah, Riley, you know, and like, don't get me wrong, she was she did fine. Um, you know, her brother Matt, her brother Matt was very good. I, yeah. I liked his acting. I a lot. dude, I liked all the characters. Okay, I thought they were all pretty fucking great characters. I thought that um, one of my favorite characters, though, who I thought did a really great job was um, the brother's boyfriend. I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. I mean, I, I'm not very good with uh, remembering names, but yeah, me too. But yeah, no, Matt's boyfriend. He was I, I just I thought, I thought he Matt was a good was character con- when he's having that fucking when he's flipping out and Riley like that. That scene just felt very genuine. Yeah. You yeah, know. that's what I liked about it, man. I mean, it was just like likable characters, you know what I mean? And I like the the one roommate, the the one female roommate, you know, like Yeah, it's like, just kind of like uh, eh, you know, very forgettable and but you dude, know, like, it was like someone's got to die <laughs> and she she definitely was that person. I thought that the blood the blood sacrifice of um of uh, of figuring out the puzzle box was a really fucking cool take on it. You know what I mean? Because it it like when Riley had solved the puzzle box and then like the 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 blade just missed her hand, right? Mm-hmm. She solved it, but there wasn't that blood sacrifice. But it had put her in like a fucking limbo. Yes. You know, which was like cool. You know what I mean? It was yeah. it, it, I thought that that was pretty cool where it's like she can see the Cenobites and they can't fuck with her because like she solved but, it, yeah, but she didn't give her 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 sacrifice for it. So they needed somebody, right? Yeah. But they were the, going to, I think they were just like trying to mentally torment her until she got more sacrifices for them. And I'm pretty sure like uh, our new hell priest, uh, she even says like, mm-hmm. she she even says like we pretty much uh, like we won't stop until like we get like more sacrifices. Yeah, it was like four sacrifices or something like that. And then like they were trying to, um, they were trying to trick her into saying, you know, like if you do what we want, you know, we'll give you your brother back, kind yeah. of. You know, um, which I wanted there real quick. I wanted there to be a frank moment. I thought that that's where it was going. I, I thought, thought that like so too. he like he was gonna fucking go to hell, you know, mm-hmm. and then he was gonna try to escape, and then you know he was gonna try to you know communicate with her like I am in hell or something like yeah. that. Like that would have been <laughs> really cool, man. That would have been a really cool take, you know. Yeah. But but at the same time, I feel like it would have drawn away too much from the Cenobites, which I feel like we could have used a bit more on screen time, but that's always the case with the Hellraiser movies. Um, except for two and three, they like, at that point they like stepped it up with like more, more Cenobite 
Yeah. I said more Hellraiser screen time. Wow. More Cenobite screen time. Um, you know, I they they definitely picked it up in like Hellraiser two and three, and I just mm-hmm. feel like maybe this could have used a bit more more Cenobite screen time. Dude, you know what would have been cool, bro? Like, I don't know how you'd feel about this, but like seeing her brother Matt like as a Cenobite, like you know, converted. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like what happened to him? You know, like when he was in hell. I always liked in, in Hellbound that you that you had gotten a bit of context and you had gotten a bit of a backstory, just like how like where Pinhead had come from, and then you see. You know, like Chatterer, like 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 one of them was a young boy or something like that. That was you Chatterer, know, Chatterer yeah. was a young boy. I thought that was cool, but then like you see, like okay, like ultimately, like this young boy, you know, solved the box, and then you know, through all this pain, you know, turns turns into the Chatterer. So that would have been a cool reveal. Is like her brother, you know, like them, like oh, you have given us what we had wanted, so we'll give you what you want back, right? And then they give her a brother and then he's like in his regular form and they can have like a moment. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like something's not right. And then like you see him and it's like he's like maybe like his head's flayed or like who knows to like do some cool design. Like give him his his natural face so you can see it and then make him a fucking Cenobite. You know, that would have been cool, man. One of the best things about this movie is Jamie Clayton's performance as our new health so priest. good. Dude, her line deliveries, the look, yeah, it all worked. Yeah, and I'm all for it. And I want more of Jamie Clayton as our new hell yeah. priest. I think the best thing, I think the best thing that they did um, for this movie, for this Hellraiser to make it work, was to cast a female as the hell priest. You know what I mean? Because I think that like like I haven't seen like any of the movies where they recasted Doug Bradley as Pinhead, but that's the biggest fucking gripe that people have is just like this mm-hmm. actor sucks as Pinhead, you know, because it's just yeah. like he's iconic, dude. He's irreplaceable. But this made it a bit more different, in, in my opinion. You know what I mean? I, I can't I, I don't know exactly why. It just feels like they weren't trying to replace Doug. It just yeah. feels like they were just trying to do a different a different route for the Hell Priest. And to play devil's advocate, we mentioned earlier, like just because it's different doesn't mean it's always good. Right. However, she really tried to channel in, I feel like, her inner Doug Bradley with this. In her own way though. And yeah. it just fucking worked. It 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 seemed so convincing, and a yeah, lot of it was, was just the great. way she delivered the fucking dialogue. Yeah, that's the biggest thing, dude. Like, like Doug Bradley, uh, dude. Just like his deliveries, bro, and like everything yeah. that he says in all the fucking movies, bro. It's just like that's fucking sick. You know, that's sick. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. And like she did it, dude. Like I I couldn't have been happier. You know, and then like when I heard that they were doing this, and that and then they they had casted her as 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 a uh, pinhead, I was like, "Fuck yeah, let's see how this goes, man." You know, and yeah. if I'm correct, like I think like just like the whole lore of the hell priest is like he's genderless, right? It's mm-hmm. not a man. Yeah, the hellbound heart. Yeah, he's not a man. He's, gen- and he's not it, a woman. It's, it's gender. It's genderless. Yeah, yeah it's genderless. Hell genderless. So yeah. that makes it work. Another thing that was 
really cool about this is like they they just like they kind of extended the lore a bit of um of Hellraiser. Yeah. It was just cool what they did as far as like the different stages go for um for the for the puzzle box, you know, and like what you get once you solve it, you know, you get to choose. I thought that was really cool. I liked that a lot. The only thing I didn't like with regarding the puzzle box was the fact that they were able to use it. Now I get as a weapon. There's been times where Kirsty has used the puzzle box against them in the past, mm-hmm. but the whole like stabbing as a blood sacrifice, like when they she um Riley stabs Chatterer, mm-hmm. like I I was like ah. That kind of lost me just a little bit. I feel like the Cenobites shouldn't have counted as a blood sacrifice. Yeah, it, they definitely, definitely should have. But yeah. that that was that was like one call. I was like, yeah, kind of cheating. Yeah, you know, like, like, like what they should have did was like make it seem like that was acceptable, and then like just like be like, like, mm, sorry, Got gotcha. Like yeah. you thought that you were getting ahead of us, but you know you're not. You're not. And that's the thing too is is the Cenobites hate to be fucking outsmarted like the way like Frank got away from them and Kirsty did yeah. like you better believe like they were coming back for them both, you know. Oh yeah, absolutely. The Cenobites don't like to be bested. They do no, not. No, not at all, man. They once you solve that fucking box, bro, like that's that, you know. Your Your ass is grass. Yeah. 100%, <laughs> man. Um yeah. but Oh, another thing, dude. Fuck that boyfriend. Dude, yes, what a swerve. Fuck I that mean, motherfucker, it, dude. Yeah. What a piece of shit. Piece of shit. But it was a yep, good it absolutely. was it was a it was a good play on them writing yeah. wise, right? That was cool. How he was kind of like 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 working with the fucking millionaire dude. Yeah. 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 I thought that to, that was cool. But bring him his sacrifices so he could get power. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. But fuck that guy. He uh he was a piece of shit. For sure. I like Chatterer chewing on his arm. That was cool. The look of Chatterer was cool, though, because, like, obviously, original Chatterer, like, he was stretched out with those wires and stuff. But this Chatterer was, like, he was just fucking, like, his mouth was was separated. But similar to, like, how um, the, 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 the billionaire's uh, thing in his chest was that was controlling the nerves, that was probably, like, mm-hmm. controlling his... his yeah. You know what I mean? That's what I kind of seen. Yeah. And it was like a wind up toy kind of, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, like one of those duckies. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. But I thought that, that was cool, man. And he was able to run too. So that wind up makes a lot of sense. That was cool. One, that he was that, the only Cenobite that was able nah, to that run. That was a different Cenobite. That was the one, the one that, ran- that was the one. Uh, it was the female and she had oh, her face covered. Fucking, right. And yeah, then it's just like, it's, the it's like, whatever yeah, it's it, like, it like separates and then it's like, rah, it's like starts running. I was like, that's cool. Yeah. I don't think we've never seen a Cenobite run, right? Not really. No, Besides, I don't think like, so. The dog, like the, you know, the dog Cenobites and shit, or like that scorpion one in the first one. I'm curious to see, um, they're definitely going to make another one. You know, this was, this was a success. And it goes back to me saying, right, about like after Prey, that uh, Hulu's going to start giving Netflix and a lot of these streaming services a run for their money as far as putting out, you know, uh, uh, new content goes uh, film wise. So it's just a great thing, you know, in my opinion, that like they they threw this at um, at Hulu. It definitely would have did well in theaters. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm very optimistic t- to see where this goes because. 
I'm already sold on Jamie Clayton's performance as our new Hell Priest. Um, I think like the new Cenobites look pretty cool despite not having again the S and M leather. But there, like you mentioned before, there's a lot of layers to go off of this. And Big who's time. to say, you know, okay, Riley, um, she didn't accept their gifts. Maybe they could feel a certain way about that. And whether they want to bring Riley, uh, the actress that plays Riley back. They should. She was good. Yeah. Yeah, they should. You know, you know they should, you know, make it maybe a couple of years after, you know, and then, you know, they're, they're all just kind of like getting over, you know, what the fuck had happened. And then just like maybe have her start seeing the Cenobites and shit again. You know what I mean? And just like yeah. kind of go from there because like she could still be in limbo. That's what I'm going to call it. Like she's in like that limbo. I mean, it definitely ends on a cliffhanger. You know, you got the fucking millionaire dude fucking turning into the Leviathan pretty much. Yeah. I'm curious to see end, like so. what, what happens with, uh, with his character, you know, like I said before, I'm excited to see where this new reboot goes with Hellraiser. Um, it seems like Hulu will probably be the one turning them out. Oh yeah. And, uh, you know, um, Jamie Clayton can't can't praise her enough as the Hell Priest. Yeah, same man. She did she did a great job. I think David Bruckner, director David Bruckner, did a pretty solid job. Uh, yeah, good job, David Bruckner, man. You you made a great flick. I uh, you know some minor complaints, but overall, I thought it was a successful reboot, and I'm pretty excited to see where this could go. So yeah. with that being said, I think I'm just gonna give my rating. Yeah. Um I'm going with a seven out of ten on this one. I think, you know, it could have been trimmed down a bit, maybe some more Cenobite screen screen time. Mm -hmm. I didn't like that they were able to use the puzzle for a blood sacrifice against the Cenobites. So mm -hmm. that's why it drops down my score some. But overall, uh definitely a successful reboot. Jamie Clayton, I've been saying this all the fucking episode but she really did knock it out of the park as the new hell priest so i want to see more of her in that role i th think the torch has been passed respectfully the torch has definitely been passed and i think even doug bradley um i think he even gave his blessing on it if i'm not uh mistaken which is just amazing you know what i mean like he he's a fucking legend dude and um you know, yeah, dude, like the best part of it, you know, was definitely having a fucking great hell priest. So Jamie Clayton, fucking phenomenal job. David Bruckner made a great fucking movie. Um, for me, man, I really I don't have really any complaints. I will say, though, that like I, I, I agree, like a little bit more screen time as far as Cenobites go would be cool. Um, the look of the Cenobites I thought was great. I did miss the S&M. I missed the leather. Um, that was cool. But, you know, they did their own thing. It looked like just like some kind of like dead flesh, you know, as yeah. as like, you know, the garb, essentially, which is cool, man. I, I, I appreciate that. Um, the, the puzzle box, all, all that was cool, man. They, they, they did a great fucking job with it. But um, as far as, you know, my score goes for this, you and I are not far off. I give it an 8 out of 10, dude. Oh, okay. Yeah, I gave I, I, I give it an 8 out of 10. I'm definitely going to watch it again. I might even watch it again tonight. I, I thoroughly fucking enjoyed it, man. It's a, it was a, it's a great, it's a great retake. 
I wouldn't say it's uh, it's a, it's a remake. I'm going to call it a retake because that's what they call Evil Dead, the Fede Alvarez one. He says it's like a retake of it. And it's in the world and it's in the world of Hellraiser. You know, it's a vast fucking world in hell, I, I would assume. There are theories that this hell priest is Kirsty. Really? No, I can't see that. Just because uh, based I, there is a comic series for the Hellraiser um, series where Kirsty like becomes like a Cenobite, I guess, and that's like the theory. That's cool. I I mean it's it, it's a cool theory, but I, I I don't think if I were to have to like personally weigh in. Um, yeah, no, no way. I don't think I, it's Kirsty. I personally think that I just said it was cool, but maybe in the comics it, it, it could work, but like on the screen I really wouldn't be happy with that. I don't think it would be like like one of those moments you know i was just being like eh, you're just kind of being <laughs> you're just kind of being a little lazy with, with with trying to uh to to do that um to sum it up man i mean ends sucked disappointed but at least we had hellraiser at least we had hellraiser and may i add at least we had terrifier too because the day after seeing Halloween ends, I went and saw Terrifier 2 since they extended the theatrical um, release for it. And it's been doing pretty good at the box office. Upon yeah, time that. of recording, it's now gone over $2.4 million on a $250,000 budget. And I just want to give a shout out to That's Damien. Awesome. I want to give a shout out to Damien Leone because um, he swung for the fences and he knocked it out of the park. Terrifier was fun as hell and the halloween scenes felt genuinely like halloween it had a really good halloween feel to it cool um the gore was fucking phenomenal they gratuitous even more very gratuitous but so like dude there was like some fulci level shit times 10 nice uh one scene on there i was like holy fuck this is awesome and uh the, the crowd showed up there was at least 40 people and uh, the crowd was into it. It was a great time. Um, and I, it was kind of like the pick-me-up I needed after the letdown that was Halloween. And right. so, um, you know, I still think despite the letdown that is um, this Halloween trilogy, and this is going to be the last time I'm talking about it, um, despite that there is a lot to look forward to in the world of horror, especially like independent horror yeah, I mean, look what Ty West has done with with X and Pearl. Yeah, and now Damien he's got Leone, a trilogy uh, out of that man, and he exactly. Uh, I can't wait for Maxine, and and again now Damien Leone like sky's the limit, I think for him. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm gonna be honest, dude. Like I um the first Terrifier, I I I just I didn't really like it. I don't know what it was. I didn't really like it, but I'm gonna give it a second chance. Um, I have fucking heard nothing but good things about Terrifier 2. I, a buddy of mine, like he, it's like all he talks about as of right now. And dude, the acting was so good. That was the, the thing. The gore was great. The soundtrack yeah. was fucking. I've been listening. There's like two synthwave songs that are featured in the intro, and one other scene where our lead is like suiting up. That gives me a a Nightmare on Elm Street 4 Alice vibe when she's, like, suiting up to fight Freddy. Right. Like, I've been replaying those two tracks on repeat for the past 
two days. Yeah. You want to know what though, man? I can I can tell the future and I can say that this is gonna be in your circulation next next October 31st. Absolutely. It's gonna be in your circulation. It is. No, I'm a hundred percent. They just announced recently upon the time of this recording a steel book that is being released by Walmart. You can probably trying to get in the steel book game. Yeah, I guess so. I will be Walmart exclusive. I I'm gonna... I own I own Terrifier, so uh I thought again I thought Terrifier 2 was fucking great and I definitely can't wait to pick up that steel book. I'm definitely gonna see it. Um I don't know if I'll see it in theaters, but you know, it, it it'll definitely be streaming somewhere soon. So I'll I'll definitely, oh, yeah, definitely. I'll I'll definitely check it out, man. I mean I'm I'm all for the hype. You know, maybe, um, maybe when I had seen the first Terrifier, I might have just been a little jaded. Um, but I've since uh, gotten past that point in my life, and uh, I'm I'm gonna you know welcome some uh, some some independent horror, you know. And uh, I mean, I always do welcome independent horror films, but you know, I want to I want to give Terrifier a chance, man. I um I I appreciate the um. I appreciate a new slasher. You yeah. Know? And that's I appreciate dude, that. Art art is now an iconic slasher. He's reached that level. You see yeah. him at the cons. Everybody David loves Howard him. Thornton. They 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 fucking line up to meet him. And his performance is so good. He got good announced for him, that, man. That you know? that Grinch horror movie now that's coming out. Is he in it? He plays the Grinch. <laughs> no shit. Yeah. Well, I guess he's a Broadway actor and he's done like Grinch the musical. Oh, so this is perfect for him. He's got some chops. That's cool. Yeah. I had seen the 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 Grinch thing. I'll definitely check that out. Yeah, yeah, I'll definitely check so, that out. But I mean, yeah, the, no, the dude. whole team just knocked it out of the park, and I'm I couldn't be happier for them. And I'm so excited. Even though we sound like bitter, jaded fucks to some, I'm sure we will. And it is what it is. But I'm excited for the future of horror. I think there's a great future ahead of us, especially with these new like more original independent ideas i want to see more of it you know yeah yeah no same man i um i'm i'm very excited um but yeah man i mean that's like that's all I, that's all i got on these on these topics man you know so all right with that being said uh we're ready to wrap this up up um if you like what you've been watching or listening to be sure to rate review subscribe on uh youtube spotify and apple Podcasts. you can find us at dead with my friends podcast on instagram um we also want to hear your hot takes we're trying we want to try a little a little bit something new with uh with the podcast and we kind of want to just have you know the people who are listening you know just like let's interact you know what i mean like yeah talk to so us. yeah talk to us so we want to know your hot takes send us your hot hot takes uh we want to know your hot takes on like some horror movies or like you know bands or or wrestling if you're a wrestling fan send me your hot take wrestling you're a hot wrestling takes yeah we 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 want to talk about it you know and, uh, we'll, we'll 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 talk about it on the show can you give me a hot take real quick all right got a hot take for you fucking Corey cunningham was the worst Thing about Halloween ends. He was the worst thing. Yeah, this whole character. Hmm. Hot take. I was gonna say my hot take is the Fast and the Furious series is fucking garbage. Oh, that's a good one. Fuck. 
I don't want my hot take. I don't. I don't want that to be my hot take anymore. <laughs> the that's first, a good. That's a fucking great. The first one's good. Tokyo Drift is good. Every single one is just fucking. It just sucks. That's nah. I'm an agreeance man. Those fucking movies don't do anything for me. Uh, fuck. I can't think of a hot take off my head right now. Well, think about it. We'll come back. We'll we'll circle back to it next episode. We'll get your hot take, yeah. and then hopefully, yeah. those who are listening will you know send us in some hot takes. But sounds good. But yeah. we'll we'll definitely uh we'll definitely fucking try that out. Sounds like fun. But this has been fun, dude. Um, I'm glad we got to talk these flicks. Um, and uh, that being said, you know, till next time. Later. Later.